I'm Dennis Nastapasi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brother Luke Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brother Luke Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM Podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabwag and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 39 of the Stock Market Outlook for September 26, 2022 to September 30, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices plunge for the fifth straight week as the market became jittery after the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Banco Central ng Pilipinas increased prospective key policy rates. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 289.23 points to close at 6,259.54 points. The main index was down for almost every day the entire week with the exception of Tuesday when it recovered a few points. It was a short-lived recovery after the U.S. Federal Reserve increased rates by 75 basis points, followed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, which hiked rates by 50 basis points. The volume of trade was this month, averaging only at 4.88 billion pesos, while foreign investors who accounted for 45% of the trade were net sellers at 1.75 billion pesos. All other sub-indices closed on the red, led by the broader All Shares Index that shed 133.12 points to close at 3,341.29 points. The Financials Index was down 40.87 to close at 1,549.97. The industrial index declined 346.03 to close at 9,139.12. The holding firms index fell 297.98 to close at 6,066.05. The property index plunged 209.57 to close at 2,708.44. The services index retreated 57.58 to close at 1,637.51. And the mining and oil index dropped 142.53 to close at 11,134.98. For the weak losers, edge gainers 184 to 47 and 17 shares were unchanged. The top gainers for the week were MJC Investments Incorporated, Leisure and Resorts World Corporation, Grand Plaza Hotel Corporation, Manila Broadcasting Company, Central Azucarera de Tarlac Incorporated, and Vivant Corporation. The top losers, on the other hand, were D-Zone Copper Silver Mines Incorporated, Ace and Exor Incorporated, Manila Jockey Club Incorporated, Phil Web Corporation, 
Euromed Laboratories Philippines Incorporated and APC Group Incorporated. This week, the market may start to move sideways as investors will scour for data to trade. Broker 2 Trade Asia said inflation for September and October will feed the next rounds will feed the next round of hikes of the U.S. Federal Reserve in November. Until then, the broker said markets may feel pressed for space and trades remain range-bound. On the other hand, earnings of listed companies may come in by then, which would limit its fall, Broker 2 Trade Asia said. The broker said for now, a defensive portfolio with strong balance sheets who should be able to weather the brunt of weak currency, higher cost of debt, and generally volatile inputs market. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said bargain hunting may be seen this coming trading week, but trading may remain tepid as the market continues to move without a positive catalyst. Tanchanko said, however, they do not expect a significant rally from the market yet, as it is seen to continue dealing with expectations of further policy rate hikes by the Federal Reserve and the Banco Central ng Pilipinas. Tanchango said the Philippine peso, which has now gone below the 58 peso per US dollar level, is also expected to continue weighing in on sentiment. Congressman Joey Salceda said the peso has already depreciated by 14.7% year-to-date. However, from its 2021 strongest, the peso has already depreciated by 24%. Salceda said. The congressman said he believes the greenback is likely to continue getting stronger against the peso in the near term and could reach 65 pesos to 68 per dollar. Last Friday, NEDA Undersecretary for Policy and Planning Rosemary Edilion said in a news briefing that the depreciation of the peso is very temporary since it was merely caused by the monetary policy of the U.S. Federal Reserve. However, reports indicated that the forecast released by the U.S. Federal Reserve showed that inflation would not return to its 2% target until the year 2025. The Fed said it expects to continue raising interest rates to cool inflation. To date, the latest inflation print in the United States is at 8.3% in August, a tad slower than the 8.5% reported in July. Last Thursday, the interest rates raised again by another 75 basis points. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas also raised interest rates by 50 basis points, placing interest rates at 4.25%. The interest rates on the overnight deposit and lending facilities were raised to 3.75% and 4.75% respectively. Neda Assistant Secretary Sara Lynn Daway Ducane said in the same briefing, that they expect what ANEDA calls monetary policy normalization in the next couple of months. Dawai Dukan said that as things are starting to normalize, economies are starting to open up again, they are changing their perspective on key policy rates. And that, of course, will attract investments, Dawai Dukan said. She said that in the next couple of months, ANEDA expects the peso to stabilize. 
Part of what will allow the peso to appreciate in the coming months is the inflow of remittances. Adilion said the forthcoming holiday season is expected to bring in more dollars from the overseas Filipino workers as gifts to their families back home. This is expected to stem further the depreciation of the peso, even in the face of a strong dollar. Given this, Edilion hopes that overseas Filipino workers' families will be wise in the use of their remittances, careful to spend it on essentials and other items that are not affected by rising inflation. Edilion said this would help overseas Filipino workers' families maximize their foreign exchange gains brought by the peso depreciation. She noted that not all commodities have seen an increase in prices, so families of overseas Filipino workers still have some room to adjust their expenses. Edilion said if one looks at the recent inflation trend, it still has something to do with transport and not all commodities are affected. So it's really about consuming more of the goods that are not very, very sensitive to these inflationary trends, Edilion said. Edilion said government is hoping that the rate of depreciation will be more than enough to tie the people over. However, Congressman Joey Salceda said over the weekend that to return to stable core inflation, the United States needs to achieve a 5% disinflation that it achieved in early 1980s. And that took 6,500 basis points in interest rate hikes. The U.S. Federal Reserve under Chairman Jerome Powell has so far increased the Fed rate by just 2,250 basis points. So hang on, Salceda said, this is still bound to be quite a ride. Chart-wise, the 6,400 level which the market breached last week is now seen as an immediate resistance. An immediate support is seen at 6,200 followed by a key support at the 6,000 to 6,100 range, Tanchanko said. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to cut loss on the stock of Converge Information and Communications Technology Solutions Incorporated, that is among the most actively traded stocks, which also posted the most significant drop. Regina Capital said, typically instances like this pose a buying opportunity for strong hands. However, the broker said, note that the balance is tipped towards the downside as depicted by the unanimously bearish indicators. Therefore, the broker said, it's highly advisable to wait for a reversal pattern before getting into converge to avoid catching a falling knife. The shares of Converge Information and Communications Technology Solutions Incorporated closed last Friday at 15 pesos and 14 centavos per share. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital advised to trade the range on Globe Telecom Incorporated as it can be seen that the bears are slowly losing their ground against the bulls. The broker said putting everything together, it spells that Globe Telecom could, could potentially end this week and even roll over until at least early next week within its current range, which runs from 2,090 pesos to 2,214 pesos. 
The shares of Globe Telecom Incorporated closed last Friday at 2,174 pesos per share. And now for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. PAGASA issued its Tropical Cyclone Bulletin number 21 at 2 o'clock a.m. of September 26, 2022. In that advisory, PAGASA said that until the morning of September 26, there would be heavy to intense with at times torrential rains over Zambales and Mataan. Moderate to heavy with at times intense rains would prevail over Metro Manila, Tarlac, Pampanga, Bulacan, Rizal, Cavite, the western portion of Batangas, and northern portion of Occidental Mindoro. Like to moderate with at times heavy rains is expected over the rest of Central Luzon, Nueva Vizcaya, Quirino, Laguna, the rest of Batangas, Oriental Mindoro, and the rest of Occidental Mindoro. Pagasa said that from morning through afternoon of September 26, moderate to heavy with at times intense rains would prevail over the Zambales, Bataan, Tarla, and Pampanga provinces. Under these conditions, widespread under these conditions, widespread flooding and rain-induced landslides are still expected especially in areas that are highly or very highly susceptible to these hazards as identified in hazard maps and in localities with significant antecedent rainfall, Pagasa said. Due to the southwest monsoon enhanced by Cardin, occasional to monsoon rains are still possible until 2 o'clock a.m. of September 27 over the western sections of southern Luzon, including Metro Manila and Visayas. During the passage of Carding, areas under wind signal number four will still experience winds peaking at typhoon force strength, while winds may reach storm force in strength within any of the areas where wind signal number three is hoisted. Pagasa said gale force conditions are likely any in any of the areas where wind signal number two is hoisted, while strong winds will be experienced within any of the areas where wind signal number one is currently in effect. Pagas said moderate risk of storm surge remains possible over the exposed and low-lying coastal localities of Pangasinan, Zambales, and Bataan. The combined effects of storm surge and high waves breaking along the coast may cause life-threatening and damaging inundation or flooding. Pagasa said that under the influence of Cardin, a marine gale warning remains in effect over the seaboards of Luzon. The weather agency said Cardin is forecast to emerge over the West Philippine Sea via the coastal waters of Zambales or Pangasinan in the next three hours, beginning 2 o'clock a.m. Afterwards, the typhoon will continue tracking generally westward over the West Philippine Sea towards Vietnam for the remainder of the forecast period. On the track forecast, Pagas said Gardening will exit the Philippine area of responsibility in the evening of September 26. 
Cardin is forecast to continue weakening during its traverse of the zone, although it is highly likely that this tropical cyclone will remain a typhoon while crossing the landmass. Pagasa said the intensification intensification is forecast to occur once the typhoon is over the West Philippine Sea. In an earlier advisory that Pagasa issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 23, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of September 30, 2022, the weather agency said that by Tuesday until Wednesday, September 27 to September 28, southern Luzon, Visayas, and northern Mindanao will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms. Pagasa said these would become frequent rains over Palawan, Western Visayas and Northern Mindanao due to the Habagat, while the rest of the country will experience warm and humid weather condition apart from isolated rain showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. The weather agency said that by Wednesday to Friday, the western section of the zone will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms, while the rest of the country will have warm and humid weather apart from isolated rain showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror BM Brotherhood Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks too for Business Mirror reporters Joby Marie de la Cruz for the story on the peso and Kai Ordinario for the story on NEDA. This is Dennis Astopase of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.